KTSA News Flash. U.S. Senator John Cornyn says he'll run for the Senate's GOP leadership role if Minority Leader Mitch McConnell decides to step down. 79-year-old McConnell has been the GOP Senate leader since 2006 and says he's not going anywhere. If the Republican caucus elected Cornyn, he would be the first Texan to serve as Senate party leader since LBJ. The White House is challenging Republicans to work with Democrats on crafting serious bipartisan immigration reform. Press Secretary Jen Psaki said the U.S. immigration system has been broken throughout Republican and Democratic administrations. Until we fix the system and we have a more uh, effective and operational immigration system, until we uh, have an asylum processing system that works at the border, we're going to continue to see cyclical challenges like this. She described border surges as cyclical. She also accused Republicans of being more interested in talking points than serious reform. Governor Greg Abbott claims the orders he issued are the only thing stopping illegal immigration in his state. The, the surge of migrants across the border was stopped only when the Texas Department of Public Safety and the National Guard showed up to, pro to provide a steel barrier. Speaking on Fox News Sunday, the Texas Republican said the Biden administration has left Texans with no choice, even though immigration is usually handled on the federal level. Abbott said it's his responsibility to protect Texans since the Biden administration is refusing to do its job to protect American citizens. There are reports of another group of Haitian nationals making their way through Mexico. Del Rio Mayor Bruno Lozano says it's shaping up to be another surge. I've been hearing anywhere between 10,000 upwards of 30,000, so I couldn't tell you which one's accurate. It's not one caravan of migrants, as it's reportedly several large groups that are being forced together. Border Patrol says they're tracking the situation and they're ready to shift resources to a different port if that's where the migrants go. Republicans are redrawing the voting maps in Texas, and minority groups are crying foul. 95% of the population growth in Texas over the past decade is fueled by people of color. But that's not reflected in the latest Republican redistricting maps, according to Domingo Garcia, the president of the League of United Latin American Citizens. Not one additional Latino district is created. In fact, we go from 8 out of 36 to 7 out of 38. It is unconstitutional. Republican State Senator Joan Huffman oversaw the drawing of the maps. We did our best to follow the redistricting guidelines. LULAC says they'll challenge the final maps in court. That's reporter Chris Fox from Austin. It's been hard for the service sector to attract workers and keep them during COVID. The state of Texas is starting to provide child care funding, and John McCord with the Federation of Independent Business says this will help multiple industries. The industries that the Workforce Commission is targeting with this new program are like the arts and entertainment industry, food services, and retail. The Texas Workforce Commission is starting to offer 12 months of free child care to low-income parents. McCord says 45% of small business owners say they have staffing shortages, and he says one of the biggest drivers is a lack of child child care due to COVID. Police are investigating a five-car freeway accident that killed a woman and injured two other people over the weekend at about 9 p.m. on I-37 North at Florida Street near downtown. Officers say a pickup plowed into some cars in heavy traffic after a concert at the Alamo Dome. A woman in her 20s was extracted from her car and police said she died at the scene. Two other people were hospitalized. Their conditions are not known. A rollover crash has claimed the life of a 28-year-old man on the south side. At around 2.30 a.m. Monday, Bruce Jimenez was driving in the southbound lane of I-35 when he lost control of his vehicle as he was trying to pass another vehicle near South Cross. He went off the highway, down the embankment, hit a tree, and a sign before his car rolled over. Jimenez was pronounced dead at the scene of the wreck. A woman in the car with him was treated for minor injuries. No other vehicles were involved, and alcohol was not a factor in the crash.
A suspected bank robber is in custody of the San Antonio police. Investigators say 33-year-old Rawl Sandoval robbed the Frost Bank in the medical center late Friday afternoon. Acting on a tip, officers found Sandoval on the north side later in the day, reportedly in possession of evidence from the crime scene. Sandoval is in the Bear County Jail on a robbery charge. A suspected drunk driver is charged in a fatal accident that killed a West Texas police sergeant and two of his family members. At around 1.30 a.m. Sunday, police say 17-year-old Elijah Montalvo ran a red light on Loop 1604 at Culebra Road. He reportedly ran into a car driven by 37-year-old Sergeant Daniel Valenzuela of Ector County. Valenzuela, his father, and his grandmother all died at the scene. A fourth passenger is in stable condition. Montalvo faces three counts of intoxication manslaughter, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and other charges. Metro Health officials are reporting 307,517 cases of coronavirus in Bear County. The total includes 748 cases that were reported Friday. Officials reported 10 new deaths, raising the county's death toll to 4,324. The number of patients hospitalized is now 799. More than 293,000 patients have recovered. The San Antonio Fire Department is announcing the death of a fire engineer who died Sunday of coronavirus. The announcement said 63-year-old Joseph Fonts started working for the San Antonio Fire Department in 1989. He was most recently assigned to the fire training division. Funeral services are pending. San Antonio Park Police are announcing the death of one of their officers Sunday morning from coronavirus. In a Facebook post, the department said Officer Jay Pena began working for the Park Police in 2012 and was assigned to the Park Police Community Operation Resource Education Unit. His funeral services are pending. Dutch Bros Coffee is opening its first San Antonio location on the city's west side this week. The Oregon-based drive through coffee company will open its doors on Petrenko Road near Richland Hills Drive. In addition to coffee, Dutch Bros offers smoothies, freezes, teas, and signature energy drinks. The new store's grand opening is at 5 a.m. Wednesday, just in time for breakfast. Two more Dutch Bros locations are planned for the San Antonio area in Castle Hills and Universal City, but their opening dates have not been announced. A Houston-based Cajun Texan restaurant chain now has a location in San Antonio. BB's Tex Orleans first opened as a small po'boy shop in 2007 and now has nearly a dozen locations. The new restaurant on West Loop 1604 North near Alamo Ranch Parkway is the first one outside of the Houston area, but it won't be the last. Two more locations are planned to open by the end of this year. Overdue fines are coming to an end at the San Antonio Public Library starting Friday. SAPL announced the change today, saying they want to break down financial barriers to library services and resource access. SAPL notes people who still owe the library money will need to pay it, but they're encouraged to call a library to talk about their fines. All San Antonio Spurs players are vaccinated against coronavirus. Head coach Greg Popovich told reporters today he made sure everyone got the vaccine before the coming season begins. Guard Lonnie Walker IV says he did a lot of research, including talking with doctors, to determine what was best for his family and teammates before getting the shot. The new season starts October 20th. Dallas Star quarterback Dak Prescott returns to action on his home field tonight for the first time since his season-ending ankle injury last year. The Cowboys play their home opener against Philadelphia this evening. Fans are expected to fill the 80,000-seat AT&T Stadium. KTSA Money News. Treasury yields rose to their highest level since June, and that weighed on the tech sector, much like earlier in the year, with investors worried that higher interest rates will gouge future tech earnings, which have largely fueled massive stock valuations for companies like Apple, Google, Facebook, and Microsoft. The Dow rose 71 points to 34,869, but the Nasdaq dropped 77 points to 14,970, the S&P down 12 points to 44.43. The price of oil surged higher by $1.47 to $75.45 a barrel. 
Jason Brooks, CBS News. KTSA Money News. Plenty of clouds tonight. Low 66 in the Hill Country, 73 along the Riverwalk. Cloudy tomorrow, high 93. Wednesday, showers and a thunderstorm, humid, high 91. I'm Brian May with your KTSA, Stephen Roofing, AccuWeather Forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.